I spent my childhood dreaming of becoming a pilot and getting paid to do something I loved so much. I was working in my first job with a fresh commercial pilot's licence, full of enthusiasm, a desire to do well and progress in my career. I was operating a Cessna 206 for a charter company in the top end of Australia, working to support people living in isolated communities. I follow a rule of thumb when operating day VFR. There are three major variables to work with, light, fuel and weather. If you have plenty of two of these variables, you can operate to a lower margin with the remaining one. For example, on a short morning flight with full tanks, you can accept non-CAV OK, but VMC conditions. But I wouldn't accept the same flight if I was going to push last light margins. This is a story about the time that I let commercial pressures get in the way of my personal margins and learnt the value of boundaries the hard way. It was mid-wet season in the top end and we'd been experiencing some monsoonal weather patterns. One Friday afternoon, I was tasked to pick up passengers from three different communities and bring them into town so that they could catch the scheduled flight to Darwin that evening. The weather had been pretty good for VFR that day, but at that time of year, there is a high probability of afternoon thunderstorms. I was also at the end of my duty cycle and approaching my hour limits. I fueled up with more fuel than required for legal margins as I had a rough idea of my expected payload and performance requirements for the flight. The first two pickups went fine, but en route to the final pickup, a large band of weather started to approach my destination, which to a seasoned top-end pilot would have been expected. Checking my watch, I figured I could spare 25, 30 minutes for delays and still be able to make it back to base with enough time before last light as well as being able to hold for 60 minutes as the current tempos required. I could see the strip as I flew a beam, and I decided the weather was still a while away. I knew I had time to get in and get out before the weather arrived. It was at this point my passengers already on board reminded me of the reservations they had for their scheduled flight to Darwin that evening. More pressure. I'm on the five o'clock flight to Darwin. We will make it in time, won't we? I have to make this flight. I've got to be there tonight. Don't worry, mate. I'll make sure we get there in time. Okay, could you check your seatbelts are on and secure all loose objects? Thanks. Traffic Kakawi, Tango Zulu, Quebec. Cessna 206, left downwind, runway 01. I landed on the shortish gravel strip. This one has a 3% gradient up until the middle and then slopes back down. It has 700 metre usable with tall trees at either end. I made the landing without issue and parked to retrieve my final passenger for the day. The passenger decided that he wasn't going to travel unless his brother and children could come too. As I already had three passengers on board and because of the restrictive length of the strip, I was unable to accept this payload. A discussion ensued. My precious time was running out. Which bag is yours? All of them, mate. My brother and kids are coming too. Unfortunately, I can't take any more passengers. We just don't have the capacity. Sorry, mate. Oh, I'm not getting on without them. Look, I have weight restrictions. It just isn't safe. <sighs> if my brother and kids aren't coming, then I'm not coming either. The weather was also getting closer. We could now see lightning and the delay to the thunderclap was getting shorter. We needed to depart and soon or we would all be staying. No one would be catching their flight that night. More pressure. The difficult passenger decided to stay behind, a decision that I believe later saved us from having a much more dire outcome. 
Let's go, everyone. Seatbelts on, everyone, and please secure any loose objects. All traffic, Akawi, Zulu Tango, Quebec, Cessna 206. Taxi, runway 01, departure to the north. I got the passengers back into the plane, briefed them, fired up the engine, and began my backtrack to the end of the runway. I checked the windsock as we taxied past. It was quartering a 10-knot headwind from my left for takeoff. I completed the rest of my checks as we backtracked, gave myself a takeoff safety brief as was standard procedure, and nominated a safer board point. At this critical phase, I was starting to rush, and it was starting to rain. I swung the 206 around, firewalled the throttle, and accelerated up the hill. I was protected from the wind because of the trees, but the acceleration was as expected and normal. The crest of the strip blocks your view of the windsock from the threshold. We accelerated to takeoff speed, rotated, and became airborne. Soon after passing my safer board point, I called continue. We weren't climbing much past 50 feet. As we passed the windsock, I glanced at it. We now had a quartering tailwind. In my rush to get away, I had underestimated the effects of the approaching weather and we were running out of space quickly. I tried turning slightly away from the full tailwind and waited for what seemed like forever for the aircraft to accelerate and climb. We cleared the trees at the end, but only by a margin that was well below what I consider comfortable. The flight continued without a vent after that, if not a bit quieter in the cabin than usual. Everyone made their flight and I got home but not without learning a very valuable lesson that I take with me every time I fly. On that day, I let the pressure to succeed get to me. I was trying to please my boss and meet the expectations of the passengers who wanted to make their flight that night. I'll admit, my own personal pressure to perform pushed me as well. Giving in to the pressure almost cost us all very dearly. I'm now very strict with myself with my rule of three variables. The day that I pushed two of them was almost my last. I learned the value of not rushing, of making all checks purposefully and methodically. I also discovered how fast the wind can change.